Hello. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. This is my podcast voice. I've lowered it down. Professional podcaster. Professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it called a podder? <laughs> That's like so not cool. Is that even a thing? A podder. I love it. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, the most uncool. Why is it a kind of animal? Like a podder, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little podder. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy for a professional <laughs> podcaster to be known as a podder. In this room, a caster. Know. That's lame. Caster's really yeah, lame. I don't like that. If I met someone and said that, and they were like, "I'm a caster," I, but if they were like, "I'm a podder," I'd be like, "Oh, I like that. Oh, You're a bit podder. like a sort of <laughs> walking manatee." <laughs> um, hello, welcome. Nice to see you. Nice to see you How too. How are you? Who are you? Who am I? It's a very good question. I am Jodie um, and I am a psychotherapist and the founder of Cellspace. And our podcast is called I'm Okay Though. Yeah, certainly is. Uh, I'm Owen Cutts. I'm a songwriter, producer, podder. <laughs> <laughs> Please never actually say that in public. I'm a podder. Please. I'm going to put it on my Instagram bio. Oh, podder. Yeah. Um, how have you been? I'm all right. I'm a bit fatigued. I'm are you? I am. You are too. I'm, yeah, I'm knackered. <laughs> I feel like that, but I've got this like, I don't know about you. I was thinking it's my age because I'm nearly 45, but I've got this. Which sort of, I can't believe. I know no one can believe it. Um, we can talk about that after, but sure. I have a sort of deep fatigue, a sort of like, Mm, it's it's not a sort not of going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. And it's sort of everyone in my family. I caught my son messaging my daughter saying, has stay out the way of mum. She's like really bad at the she's moment. She's in deep fatigue. <laughs> she's in deep fatigue and she's mean. She's like really Do mean. Do you get mean and grumpy when you're Yeah. Tired? I think when I'm frayed Snappy. at the edges, yeah, I've got no capacity for anything or anyone and don't anyone ask me for anything, which in my profession is a lot of giving. Yeah. You need not to have, you need to be elastic. Yeah. I need a holiday, I think, which isn't imminent, but um, yeah, just a bit of fatigue. Are you too then? You're not feeling I'm knackered. brightly. No, I'm absolutely knackered. But I think I need to shave my bedtimes down. I what time to... are you going to bed then? Well... Without thinking, I will say 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and like go to bed at 10 and hopefully be like asleep by sort of 10.30. But that's a lie. What time really is it? I think I'm, I'm doing like 11, 12. That's quite late. It's And for no reason as well, for no good reason. You're not partying? No, absolutely. <laughs> he not. says no frowning, like how dare you suggest yeah, yeah. such a thing? Bloody hell, no way, partying. And do you get up early as well? Yeah, yeah, That's the. I think that's the thing. What time do you get up? I'll... Probably naturally wake up about between seven and eight. Yeah, see, me too. I'm normally up between 5.30 and 6. No way, really. But that's my, like, really productive time. When I was writing the book last year or whenever it was, I'd be up at 4.30. Between 4.30 and 6.30, I could, like, nail loads. Sorry, just... Yeah. Quick plug there. Quick plug for the book, How to Grow Through What You Go Through. But you just slided that in there. Yeah, or nice. slid it even. Slid it. Um, but I find the morning, and, and I was kind of really thinking about, so there's a guy, I think his name's Chris Wicks or something. He's He talks about men's mental health a lot. And he talks about how the morning is so important. And I know routine's really important. Yeah. But like, you know, the kind of way in which we start the day and how we begin and how we seize the day. Yes. I do find that sets the tone for me for the rest of the day. Do you? Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, I read somewhere. That's also a lie. I didn't. Re- I don't read. I it was thought, a meme. It, was no, it? yeah, it was like a. It was like an Instagram thing. But to sound intellectual, I say I read it somewhere. But I didn't. <laughs> I like it. I saw it on on Instagram. But this guy was saying that if you can, mm. that before you do anything in the morning, before you check your phone, before you try and go outside, like try and just like get into the walk light out the front door, get into the light. I think you that was the same thing as me. And he also said drinking salt in water. I didn't get which that. Which I've never heard about before, but drinking it's something salt in salt water. Salt in water, something about the electrolytes before you have coffee. Go out, yeah, go outside, drink salt in yeah. water, um and then uh journaling, a bit of meditation. Are you being sick? No, but... good. Okay, thank God. <laughs> um but the way in which we start the day, I think, does contribute to not feeling tired. Yeah. But none of those things are working for me. I'm really good on my routine, really good on like exercise, sleep, all that stuff. But I just, it's yeah. old worldly fatigue I've got. You just, yeah, just deep tired. fatigue, like you said. Fatigue. Set, deep set. Deep set fatigue. And it kind of Nothing. affects my mood if I feel like that. Like I'm less, I'm not, I wouldn't say I was a particularly, I'm, positive person i'm not overly positive i'm quite practical and straightforward i'd say that yeah yeah Yeah. but i notice that when i am not kind of fully um in my energy i can be a bit of a miss a bit miserable and a bit kind of just not bringing anything to the party which when you run a company you need to be able to to do that Um, do we talk a little bit about routine actually yeah i don't think we've ever covered root like Rituals and routine. The power of routine. Yeah. Because I slip in and out of routines and I'm visibly, I don't know if visibly is the right word, but I'm visibly better when I'm in my routine. Yeah. For me and for everyone around, like it's clear, obvious. It's like, oh, I feel good. Yes. So, and then when I slip out of my routine, which happens, I cannot stick to... How long can you stick to... Because we were talking about sustainability before, weren't we? Yeah. So if you think about the phases of your life when you're in your routine, would you say your mental health is better? Yes. 100%. Like, unequivocally. Totally. And then what sort of things would make you slip out of that then? I think the weird thing is, I think that I see a result. Oh, and then you stop trying. Result, I'm like, I feel great. Yes, and I like for me, uh, you know, as I'm getting a bit older, getting exercise in. We've talked, we've spoke about exercise loads. The link exercise and mental health, but I have started to, you know, okay. So I play football on Mondays. I sometimes play football on Wednesdays if I can squeeze in two other workouts like a 45 minute swim or a 45 minute like hit workout on the other two days so if i play football twice a week that's cardio and then go to the swimming pool or the gym another two that's four times a week that's quite that's a good. lot which is good i feel great I drink a lot more water my body wants better food and after a while i start to feel really good and i'm chipper and i'm like 
nice to people and I'm like I think of others and you know like got more capacity and do you find so in in terms of the other kind of things that you do in terms of your routine what what other because I have like little things like I take a supplement and then I have this kind of drinking water and there are just some little things that I know that if I keep doing them not doesn't need to be the kind of gym the bigger things I'm wondering what other how is your actual routine like do you get up have coffee you don't drink coffee do you never had it never never tasted it right okay it's probably a really good thing like how do you and making your bed like what is your actual routine you never make your bed bed, no I really think you should it's a really good what it says is one my sleep hygiene is really important and I don't mean cleanliness but this this place is really important to me it also it kind of tidies you up so it tidies up your the idea that the space you're in is a kind of metaphor for how you feel about yourself I'm loving that yeah that's a really small... It surprises me, you do because you're quite sort of neat person. Well turned out. Well turned out. Groomed. Yeah, groomed. 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 Um, groomed. So that does surprise me. And also your studio's in your house, right, too. So you're yeah. not having people coming over seeing a teenage boy's bedroom, are you? Well, they're going to the bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Yeah, that would be creepy. Be like, hey, come round for a session. And, uh, <laughs> have a look at my unmade bed. This is the bed. But but so you don't make your bed. So you get up, then what, what's your routine like? I'm starting to feel really, like, <laughs> scruffy. Because Right, okay. Because you I, haven't got a routine. I'm getting called out for, for not making my bed. <laughs> not make, start. Because it's so much. Don't you think it's nicer to get into a made bed? Yeah, massively. Why but don't the, I make my bed? Is this is this like is there a deep, no, I deeper meaning? So, but but what I do know is that when we are when our mental health dips or we're struggling, these small acts of self love, like having a shower, putting hand cream on, or washing your face in yeah. the thing you know you like, yeah. making your bed, changing your sheets, yeah. drinking water. All of these things can feel completely impossible. Yeah. And my encouragement to people always is to begin when you're feeling well with these these micro disciplines because then when okay. you do become unanchored and life becomes hard, these are the things you robotically just do and all of them contribute to helping you feel better. They're not a quick fix for perfect mental health. Of course, yeah, yeah. But but the way in which we show up for ourselves. Yeah. In whatever those small things are, keeping routine is such an important thing and not only for you for everyone else, you know, if you're that person I was saying I, I find you to be quite a reliable person, you're somebody that says it as it is. Yeah. If you say you're going to do something, I pretty much guarantee you will. And there's something about that, firstly, the commitment to myself and then yeah. to others which translates, I think, in the way wow. that we live. Yeah, because I, so drinking water for me is medicinal. Mm. It's so boring, the taste of water. It's so boring. It isn't it? It's It's like I have to make myself drink water. Yeah, because there'll be, often there'll be times where I'll go a whole day without drinking water. Any water? Yeah. What will you drink instead? I'll have like tea and like maybe a juice. Juice. But. I won't drink it, or I might be like have like a couple of days like that, and then I'll get a horrendous headache, or I'll feel weird, and I and I'll be like, "Oh, why have I got this?" Because <laughs> I'm not drinking, so I'm a prune. Yeah, yeah, completely like yeah dry. Uh, so I try, and when I'm in my routine, I get up and I'll drink like a pint or a pint of water. That's just like good. straight off the bat, just get it down, just 
get it down you. Drink it. And I know that's not the best way to consume water. But at least you are. You're meant to sort of sip it throughout the day. But yeah, I just like back a load of water. Do you eat breakfast? I eat, I always eat breakfast, yeah. That's good. Because lots of people, and I just think all of these things, the way that we we nourish ourselves, like it's, yeah. it is these things, they really matter to the way that you kind of feel yeah. to your mental health and all yeah. of those things. And I find like you, I'm quite productive and energetic in the mornings. Yeah. So, and no one in bloody music wants to do anything in the morning. So what, before like 12? Yeah, really? like it's ridiculous. It's like, oh, can we start at 11? And it's like a shock. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's 11 in the morning. So I'm not asking <laughs> you to come at 7 a.m. Um, so, yeah, nothing really starts until 12. So I have often have the whole morning. You know, if I'm up at 7 or if the kids get up, but, you know. What so time do your kids wake up? They wake up around 6.37. Right, yeah. And they get, you know what? My kids still go to bed at, like, 7. I love them. I love like, that. But that is part of routine, you know, the education. You know, I notice with my kids, they're teens, 13 and 15. They still love going to sleep, going to bed. Um, we never used the be- bedtime as a punishment. Oh, God, no. no uh, but but, but is that, that, is, that, that is the thing. Or go to your bedroom as a punishment. You know, this is a place you go when you're being stonewalled or you're yeah, being yeah. punished. And, of course, every, each to their own. But what I have noticed is that both my kids really relish going to sleep. And I was the same. I used to really stress me out when I was a little girl. Like, my mum used to like to go to the pub a lot. And I'd be waiting at the door. Like, I wanted to go home. I hated at the pub. And I you, I absolutely you, hated She took you to the pub? She took me to the pub. <laughs> And I'd just be looking at the clock going, it's past eight o'clock and I just really want to go to bed. Aww. I just wanted to go to sleep. Um, and so my relationship with sleep as an adult is I get to choose like when I go to yeah. bed and I really kind of relish yeah. that. And you've passed that down. On I think so, yeah. I mean, Elvis will stay out later, but ultimately he'll, he'll often come home and go, just wanting to get in bed. Yeah, my and son used to, before he could talk, he used to just point at the bed. Oh, bless him. He used to just, like stand up and just point at the bed. Yeah. And, and like, okay, and but go for a nap. So reparative, right? In yeah. I know we've talked in season one a bit about the unconscious and dreams and things like that. But, you know, when you're going through difficult phases of your life, you'll notice that these basic things become very, very difficult. So if you're really anxious, it's really hard to sleep. Yeah. You know, depression is often a lot of oversleeping because we want to shut the world out. Yeah. But the way that we balance, the way that we balance out as humans our living lives is through sleeping. I find it so, like, when I get a bit existential about sleep, it kind of spins me out. <laughs> about what like, happens to you when you sleep. Yeah, and that we do, that everyone does it mm. every day. Mm. It's awful. I watched, what did I watch? A film, Guantanamo Bay where they use sleep deprivation. I don't know. If there's that, that film, have you seen it? No. Oh, my goodness. It really, really, like, disturbed me. Because what about the... Is it a documentary? It's not a documentary, but it's based on a true story about somebody that was in there. And oh. just, you know, sleep deprivation. I don't know why I'm going really dark on this, but just one of the worst... For me, one of the worst things that I could imagine. Like, yeah. How do you keep someone awake and what that does to your kind of mental state? Isn't it? Um, I was just about to say, I read somewhere again. <laughs> you didn't read it. I didn't did read you? it. No, I saw it. On it. I saw it on a meme. Uh, is that sleep deprivation sometimes like irreparable, the damage it can do? Yeah. 
definitely. And also, I think that what happens for us as people is when we're when we're struggling or we've got a lot of rep- kind of repressed matter. Are you yawning because yep. we're talking about sleep? Do you want to have yeah. a little bit? Um, very smoothy the the idea of all your kind of unconscious material means that when you go to sleep even though you're not conscious of it you get in contact with that stuff so that's all the repressed feelings you're sorting through things you know when we can't sleep it's such a massive avoidance of those things Oh, so so people go, I don't know why I can't sleep. Like I've stopped drinking coffee and I can't sleep. And often what is happening is the defences are saying, we are terrified to look at, we're terrified to process this matter. So the defence says, well, I'm not going to go to sleep then. I'm going to stay awake. Because, you know, that kind of dreamlike feeling is really, can be a bit kind of moody, a bit dark, yeah. a bit kind of out of control, yeah, yeah. whatever the feeling is. Yeah. That's kind of your unconscious sort of balancing it out. Wow, that's so fascinating. Complex, isn't it? Yeah. And you'll notice, I mean, we were going to talk about grief today. Weren't yeah, we? but we're not. We're talking about routine. <laughs> is that what we, yeah. Grief, grief, let's do grief next we week. We can do grief next week. But, I, yeah, but, I mean, I think this idea of how we... How we apply the boring things, the the routines from our childhood, you know, and this and this idea of you know what would a a child's perfect routine look like? We should adopt those as as adults. So should we talk through it? Let's, let's go through <laughs> what like from a... a perfect kind of what might that look like from a mental health point of view? Yeah. So I would say um, having a set time to get up. So, okay, so set an alarm. Set an alarm and do that every... Um, I think the weekends can be a bit different, honestly. I mean, I know it's a bit of a cliche, treat yourself. Yeah. But then also, I think if we start to think that sleeping in is a treat, that can also be um, some avoidance of life too. So I think we have to be a bit careful with it. Okay. But I'd say set, set a time that you always get up. All right. Um, and don't really allow yourself that moments of kind of really going back to sleep and avoiding the day because yeah. I don't think that sets a really good tone. So okay. get up. So question. Mm-hmm. The alarm goes off. Yeah. Get up. I would just get up. Not the alarm goes off. Snooze. Scroll. 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 Snooze. No, wouldn't do that. Okay. I would. So alarm goes off. Get up. And I think it's really important to sit up. Okay. <laughs> to sit up, not yeah. you know, not kind of wake up, stay laying down and do all the things that we do when we're static. Okay. Then I think there's a really good discipline, which is take a minute, just close your eyes, don't fall back to sleep, but sitting up, ask yourself, what do I feel, my love? What do I feel? What do I feel? What do I feel, my love? Or something kindly to yourself, because we often don't address ourselves nicely. Okay. So what is it I feel? And you give yourself a moment to notice what feelings are coming up. Okay. It's a really good thing. You're like, I don't imagine I could ever do that. No, no, I, your face yeah, 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 like, yeah. Why am I calling myself my love? <laughs> How do you feel, my love? How do you feel? Well, something <laughs> nice, you know, like you give yourself yeah. the invitation to just check in for a minute. How are you? How are you feeling? Okay. Because it will become really obvious. Like it just comes, the feeling. Yeah. And... What do you do with that information? So the first thing is to make it conscious. So it might be, I feel, oh, overwhelmed, tired, jealous, excited, whatever, nervous, yeah. whatever the thing is. Allow it all to just come and then ask yourself, and what is it you need? So just two questions. And 
almost automatically, if you give yourself time, the psyche knows what you need. And sometimes it's strange. It'd be like a hug or to call my mum or whatever the thing is. Because I I find the little gap between waking up and, like, being awake, I find that a a really, like, telling period. I remember when, I mean, we are going to do grief next (laughs) next week. But when I had lost my friend when mm. when I was twenty three, I rem- I'd, I remember waking up and there'd be a split second where you didn't remember what you, what you were going through, or, and it was just like, uh, and then it would then everything would like drop. Yeah, it just comes flooding. Comes in. flooding in. So it's quite a, like I know what you mean about that like moment. Just to be really with your more vulnerable self. And the reason why that happens is because your ego defense is lower when you're not fully conscious. Okay. Of course you're awake, you're sat on the bed, you're asking yourself these questions. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but the fact that you've put a name to the feeling overwhelmed, it gives you some clarity, even if you do nothing with it. Yeah. Then you can get up. Some people journal at that time, like maybe take a few minutes just to write down. Yeah. Or maybe not. And then maybe you, however your day, your morning is spent then, it might be going to the gym. It might be sitting in the garden having a cup of tea. Whatever the thing is that you need to do. But I would give yourself some kind of sustenance or whatever that might be. Okay, so if... Let's say you start work at nine, mm-hmm. right? Or let's say you have to leave the house at, at eight. At eight. Yeah. What time are we <laughs> setting our alarm? Maybe like six or six fifteen. See, I know that would that, that's quite. A, Is that tough for people? I think people are going to be like, "What's someone getting up at six? But what are we saying? Let's try it. Let's do it. See and allow yourself to feel a bit tired there in the morning until the routine kind of kicks in yeah you'll feel so proud of yourself by the time you get to work having done all of these things because you've given yourself a bit more time and you're not rushing another thing i think that's quite helpful and i i don't know whether you do it but put your clothes out the night before no i don't do that but do you decide what you're gonna wear yeah i've got yeah yeah Uh, yeah you look like someone that might have thought this is what i'm gonna wear don't, you know, I did a piece of work with a journalist who said she was always late and we kind of worked on these. Her, her article is about how can I change being being late. Yeah. And we did a lot of these things and one of them was every time you open your drawers and you can't find shit because everything's so messy, know that that needs sorting out and apply discipline yeah, yeah, to yeah. yourself in order to do that, however yeah. boring it is. Because it says to you, I deserve to have a morning where I can open the drawer and I can find my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of these things contribute to how you feel. If we leave things in chaos, if you're getting up every day and you can't find any of your clothes because everything's in a mess or you can't fit things in your drawer, every time you say, it doesn't matter, I won't do it, you basically tell yourself, I don't matter. Yeah. My feelings don't matter. Yeah, yeah. sense of peace doesn't matter. There's a setting on my washing machine, (laughs) which is uh, uh, wash and wear. 45 minutes love it right but no it like obviously it's a great function but it does mean that sometimes i'm like oh that jumper's dirty that i wanted or you know that i don't have any whatever jeans or you know like so i just shove it in the washer but when it dry yeah it washes and dries in in 45 minutes yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's more of a kind of spruce. I'm joking. So you might get up and wash. You want to wear the one thing. That, you've probably got 500 sweatshirts. Okay, you know what? I've got to sort my wardrobe. But maybe there's that, the sorting it out. I have to. And also, I can't... I, can't, I mean, this is a totally different thing, <laughs> but I can't throw anything away. I'm like, oh, but I, I love this jacket. Haven't worn it in four years. But will you? So I think there's a difference between. So we are still kind of on routine. We're, I think we're on mental yeah. health hygiene here, which yeah. rituals. I do want to get back to the routine, so though. Which, but, but just something about that chucking away thing. Yeah. So, I, I'm sure loads of people have had it where they've chucked, they have gotten rid of things and then they've really regretted it. They've gone, where is that Wrangler jacket I have from the 80s and I really want to wear it. What I would say to you is if you're opening your drawer and you've got 20 greying T-shirts, which don't make you feel good when you put them on, grey tracksuit bottoms without the elastic in, odd socks, get rid of Tuck those. Chuckle. You're better to have four things in your wardrobe that yeah. don't. I don't mean everything needs to look smart, but you need to feel good in it. If you're yeah. opening your drawers and you're rifling through a load of stuff with stains on, things that don't feel good, yeah. just let them go. Whereas there might be kind of a bag of storage stuff that you keep that's nostalgic or you think you might return to. But letting things go is a really good discipline for your mental health yeah. in whatever context that might be. So whether it's letting go of bad habits, letting go of people, getting rid of clothes and things that contribute to you not feeling like your best self yeah I do think there's a really good communication in that yeah 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 like even thinking about it make, I feel I feel like you know <laughs> yeah I feel better yeah that's good yeah, yeah, so yeah. maybe that's your project you know we all feel better when we don't open cupboards and stuff falls on our head and we can't oh god you know, you know we've all yeah. been there like I'm at, a, I'm at a stage where I like I, I, I need to order coat hangers right you want to get sorted yeah because it's like oh there's just jackets like folded mm. in a drawer and it's like oh but I, maybe that it's good to know like you just come into contact there with a bit of you which could grow a tiny bit so when yeah. you go oh I feel a bit excited about that yeah 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 great use that information yeah. and I think it doesn't always need to feel really daunting you know I was chatting yeah. to somebody I had a coffee with somebody and this is there's no judgment here and he his nails were really bitten yeah. and I said oh you've got such nice hands it's such a shame you bite your nails and he said, nobody's ever said it to me like that before. Everyone just tells me to stop biting my nails. Right. And I said, so do you think you can stop? And he said, I think I feel excited about the possibility of trying now. So I want, nice yeah, well, yeah. And, yeah, and I yeah. was saying it genuinely. And I thought, what a shame that your anxiety is manifesting like yeah, that. Yeah. How can we help you to know your worth not doing that? Have you ever bitten your nails? I'm not a nail biter, are you? I've never, ever. I've never been in my nails. I find it, I find, look, there's a lot of things which are manifestations of our feelings. Smoking, drinking, biting our nails, picking, skin picking. I have skin picked before yeah, yeah. When, I'm, when I'm stressed or, or um, worried. I think it's really important to tend to these things in a way that, a bit like we're talking about the wardrobes, a bit like the yeah. routine. Let's actively participate with the with the cause, not the symptom. Yeah. So maybe what I said to him, and I'm just giving that as an example, was maybe he does have some areas of low self-worth. I don't know him well enough to know. Yeah. But I imagine yes, because he said, oh, nobody's framed it in a way that, that I'm nice or that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's, I think the way in which we look at our lives and think about 
um, the communication we have with ourselves in all of these different areas is so important. It's amazing, isn't it? What like little the little kind of changes you can make. So yeah. where so where are we at? So we're we're like mid morning. Morning, aren't we? Morning. Morning is important. What happens in the day? I think. Look, I think the. Um, People's lives are so different. What I would suggest to you is if there are po points in your day which you know are just a vortex of wasted time or that is making you not feel good, change it up. Yeah. So if you know your afternoon's really shitty, slow, whatever it is, then maybe that's where you shoehorn in a gym class yeah, yeah. or maybe that's where you go for a walk or yeah. maybe that's where you make a phone call to someone that you care about. Yeah. So, so do the thing actively participate with changing the routine what part of the day do you find hardest or most difficult boring uh, where you might be scrolling more yeah i'd say probably sort of three four in the afternoon so i mean my day's different because it starts like work wise it will start at 12 yeah so sometimes by like three or four it can get a bit Stodgy, slumpy. Yeah, the excitement. You also have to work into the evening as well. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Which I'm can't do. Yeah. Like I've identified that I I'm not creative in the evenings. Yeah. So, like some people start at twelve at night. I know. Do you know? What? I was reading an article in Vogue. I never really read that. But I was in the hairdresser, and it was Rihanna, and the journalist had been waiting for weeks to get this article to to have this interview with Rihanna, and she sent the car to pick the journalist up at three a.m. and she what? did the interview at four, and she said, "This this is just the time that I'm the best. I'm the that's, best yeah, at this time." Mad. I know it? people like that. I know people who work who are the best it, at that time at four in the morning, and there was something in that which is, of course, she's she's who she is. She can send a car at four, and someone's going to come. Yeah. we might not have that much luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. But knowing yourself and the way in which you work best, I think, is, is really important. So I always say to people, I don't go past seven. Mm. That's I rarely good. go past. You seven. set your boundary out because I like to have an evening. Yeah. What do you? So so now imagine we're into the evening. Just remember to drink water and eat eat in the in the day. Um, do you know what eat? I. Often find it. I often will have lunch at a weird time because if you start at twelve, yeah, I'm guessing people in the studio don't want to eat till later. Yeah, but you don't like have. You're not gonna like break at one. Yeah, you yeah. know, like oh, should we just have, go for a lunch? You know, we don't really <laughs> do like break. You don't have lunch break. Do you get food sent in? Yeah, sometimes we we order in or we can go to the shops or go to a cafe and see, you know. But like, I I feel like that's wasting studio time when I'm like. You've just met, you've just got something cooking and you go out and spend an hour mm. in a restaurant and then come back and then, because I don't really go past seven, you know, it's like a quite a finite amount of time if we've only got one day. Yeah. So often what will happen is I just, we just, I'll just forget and I'll just be so into like what I'm doing or producing or like writing the song. I'll just like, and all of a sudden it's like five. Slumping. And I'm starving. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then like the artist is like, oh geez, I'm starving. And we're like, oh. Panic. Yeah, it's like, oh, sorry, let's eat now. And, you know, it kind of like. Whereas having a bit more of a set routine is probably, but it is, it is hard, isn't it? Particularly when your job might be a bit unpredictable. But I guess there might be just ways in which you keep really nice little snacks in your bag.
So in terms of an evening then, what? Do, how do you spend your evenings? So I like, in the evenings, I like to either play football, watch some episodes of a series. Yeah. Sometimes I get really in the mood to watch a film. Yeah. I love, what, I love movies. I think it's such an amazing, magical, like a whole life can be told in two <laughs> hours, you know, and, and you can get really sucked into that life and like really emotional. And then it's like, they're only like two, three hours. I think that's amazing to tell such a story mm-hmm. in, in, in two hours. Uh, or I've been cooking more recently. Mm-hmm. So cook something nice. Um, or see some friends. Yeah. So a little bit of social, a bit of kind of you yeah. creative time. Yeah. And and so those kind of indulging your some of your passions, I think, is really important in the evenings. Yeah. And then having kind of, you know, a good bedtime routine, which might look like not we've talked about this before, but not drinking every night really yeah. disrupts your sleep. You know, maybe having a bath. Right. Maybe just taking it a little bit slower. I would also encourage you to try to do one thing every day in the early part of the evening that you're putting off. That might be replying to a message. Okay. Taking a look at that bill that just needs paying. So one small thing every day. You think that's an evening. Your sock drawer. Yeah. Do this one thing that you know you're avoiding. I think that's really, really important. Yeah. And then introduce one thing that brings you a little bit of joy. So it might be cooking. I take no joy in cooking at all. Okay. But but I do sometimes like, um, I sometimes like, if there's been something on my mind, I might like to write a post on Instagram about it and that brings me a bit of joy. Yeah. Or I might like to voice note a friend or. Yeah. So something that sparks just a tiny little bit of joy for you nice. is is really important. And then just kind of winding down before you go to bed. Um, and then I think it's also really nice to kind of repeat that discipline, which is how am I feeling and what do I need? While you're in... Just I... before you go to sleep, like, for, you know, just take a minute, sat down, or before you get into bed, like, how am I doing right now? How do you feel, my love? Yeah. Let it come, notice it, and what do I need? To go to sleep, most likely, but it's just a good education because we often don't ask ourselves, "What do I need?" Fully. So that's what I'd say. Is that it's not a perfect thing, and we're all going to fall off all the wagons at some point. I suppose it's, it's, it's not like wake up, go to the gym, do a hit work, <laughs> come back, no. journal for foot. You know, it's not like a. It's not that actually that hard to do. What no. what you're saying? I don't think it is actually. I think listen, I'm all about sustainability and 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 introducing a way of living that doesn't feel like it's deprivation. Yeah. I think the minute we start depriving ourselves or giving ourselves a kind of militant routine. Yeah. Um, it's not sustainable, is it? Not sustainable. I've done those before where you're just like... Yeah, fail. Four months of like mental Intense. like keto and, yeah. and boxing. I'm not really... Yeah. I mean, some it does work for some people, but... It works, but it's not sustainable. Like... I, you get in really good shape or you get in a really but like so you can't do that forever. So and then you leave it. Yeah. Um, so just thinking about that then, that kind of going to sleep. So we're back to the end of the day. What keeps you awake? Does anything keep you awake or do you go sleep straight away? Luckily I've always been a really good sleeper. I could I could sort of fall asleep anywhere. I've never had a problem with it. But when I'm really 
pissed off about something, that keeps me up. Angry. Yeah. Well, I feel like... Or I feel like, yeah, angry or, I, or I've been like... This, uh, a disservice has mm-hmm. been done to me. Is that, mm-hmm. is that the right, right way to phrase it? And I, I, I need resolution quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't have things like hanging around. And so sometimes if it's a work thing, you know, you can't get that resolution mm-hmm. when you want it. So like I'll often not like find it hard to sleep for a couple of free, free nights. If it's still un... Resolved. Resolved. It'll still be like burning in me and like I can't get to sleep because I'm constantly thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. But other than that, I'm And those good. are things to really act on. You know, these repeating thoughts and feelings, yeah. the way to dispel that, which this often keeps us in poor mental health. It's quite navel-gazing, which mm. means we're just in this kind of cycle. What can I do? Right, I'm going to role play this with someone. I'm going to tell someone that I love the thing I need to say to the other person. Yeah. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to work out what I can do to get myself heard there. So take action. I would never um, devalue your feelings by yeah. um, by trying to ignore them or pretend they don't matter it might not be the first thing you think you need to do but i think definitely tending to that is important great cool well there's the routine we've gone through the whole day then we've gone through the whole day but it matters this is this is what life is right it's just a series of moments yeah if we don't live into them into the corners of it and take ownership of it then you know we don't have control over our lives in a way that's healthy yeah and that's all we've got really isn't it well, mastery, yeah, mastery of our lives without it being rigid. Nice. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try the sitting up and the clearing your wardrobe. I'm definitely clearing my wardrobe. That's your. That's a mission. Yeah, yeah. This weekend, I want yeah. to see a before and after. Yeah, yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, maybe I'll, post I'll, it. I'll give away some pieces. Great, do it. I love that. This and we might. want a before pick and an after pick. Please. Okay, but well, well, of the of, of the, the wardrobe stu- tidying. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you. Well, I'll see you next week. See you next week.